0: We are talking about a comic book, which we all read. If you did not also read this comic book, be aware we may talk about the events that happen inside of it. If this is going to make you sad, you should read the comic book first. That's like playing pretend with five-year-olds. Oh, that Spider-Man, he was just a clone. Did I just have a
1: stroke? (laughs) Welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast. I have tough skin apparently. I did not know I had this power. Comic book talk by comic book geeks just like you. What we did not know was that Nikolai Tesla was the original designer of the fleshlight. Work it, make it, do it,
2: makes us. Last weekend I was I was chilling playing computer games and I was watching a movie in the background so it was Avengers 2 The Ultimate Avengers 2 cartoon okay. okay and it was the one where they're in Wakanda and Wakandans were all primitive they had
3: shields and and spears it's the most Te- technically civilized, yeah,
0: like yeah, African uh, society, <laughs> no, society, so not, yeah. not
3: African society, it is the most civilized society in earth.
2: And they're all wearing loincloths and throwing spears against these aliens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. it was, it was like the Gungans all over again, they were okay. attacking these alien ships with catapults. And they're like, motherfucker, so glad things have changed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll see how they depict Wakanda. Like they, I'm a little they, worried. They didn't really show Wakanda in, the, in Avengers Age of Ultron. No, we were on the of coast Ultron. of get, Africa,
0: not on Wakanda.
1: Yeah, so we'll actually see uh, whether and Panther. how they they depict Wakanda in yeah. Black Panther and, I, and yeah, future Marvel movies. Futuristic Huts.
0: Although they are talking about... I, well, the, there was a picture of Huts, and I was like, if, if Huts is all we're getting, I'm going to be pissed. But they they were talking about... Um, Who's the director they want to pull in? Oh, um, DeVernay? Yes.
1: Who did? Selma? Yep. Oh, okay. That'd be kind of cool. Uh,
0: apparently they kind of offered her up, like, well, we want you to direct a Marvel movie. Uh, you want to do Captain Marvel or Black Panther? And she was like, Black Panther.
1: <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh.
0: <laughs> Welcome, oh.
1: everybody, to episode 96 of the Trade Secrets Podcast, and we're currently talking about like uh, African representation in Marvel Comics yeah. and. the uh, representation. And uh, <laughs> the th- so yeah. I figured we'd actually start the episode and continue the conversation. Uh, the piece de results It was. Um, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. <laughs> blah, 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 <laughs> blah. <laughs> <Redyard> coupling. <laughs>
2: God damn it. Um, <clears throat> was Black Panther when he went, his superpower was that he could turn into a panther. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the black man could turn was, into an animal. I was
3: really hoping you were going to say his yeah. yeah. superpower was so he could satisfy the ladies. <laughs> <laughs>
0: talking
1: about shit i'm luke hey. andy already said hi joel hey you're over there ann's here
0: hi
1: later in this episode we're going to be talking about afterlife with archie uh it is a well you know i didn't realize that it was an ongoing um it, yeah it's that it is an ongoing it's book. it's we read the first five issues of the first trade it is basically archie zombie archies we'll talk about that later um But for now, we're going to be talking about other shit in the comic book industry. Mm -hmm. Um, The thing that I wanted to bring up, now that we're... Are we done talking about Wakanda? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Was that I keep seeing lately a lot of push about Ant-Man, specifically about them. They're really pushing the post-credits scenes instead of the movie, and they're talking about how it's possibly going to be the first uh, mention or show of Spider-Man. And to me, that means they already knew the know the movies is going to bomb, and they're trying anything they can to get people to go watch it.
0: So i I was yep. at the movies yesterday. I went and saw Chris Pratt Raptor Whisperer with uh, <laughs> Mike's folks and uh, with the Dino Bros. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, and there was a preview for Ant Man, and it seemed like it was like a really long preview. And I think it's because they realized that there's just
3: Nothing there. Nothing no there. So there. they
0: have to really like be like, no, 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 really. Um, this will be cool if you give me like seven minutes to explain it. I promise. Yeah, I just. I,
1: I think I've already said this, but I'm going to say it again. The movie, like Ant-Man was never going to be an interesting character on his own. Yep. And the only thing that had originally made the movie interesting to me was Edgar Wright's involvement. Mm-hmm. Because he was, you know, he like Joss Whedon, he was like a hardcore fan and he was like going to do something cool with it. And then yeah. once he bailed, I lost, like the movie as a whole lost all interest because there's no, there's nothing to be interested in. Like the the most interesting version of Ant-Man that exists is the wife beating asshole from the un, the un, the Ultimates. ultimate comics. Yeah. yeah. And that's not a character you can base an entire movie around. Sure that's a character. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a character that would have been an interesting. Considering Marvel's track record, yeah, mm-hmm. they
0: might go that direction, but because yeah. he's
1: not even he's not even Hank Pym in this movie, is it? No, no, Hank Pym's there, the old Lange. dude, Hank yeah. Pym. Oh, is and, it? Yeah. Okay, well, maybe he'll still be the wife-beating asshole. <laughs> so. Yeah, I read knows. some spoilers uh,
2: about it, and they were talking about how. Um, Hank Pym talks about his earlier years when he was Ant-Man and they had Wasp. And I guess Wasp gets killed so they don't really have to touch into the...
0: Um, oh,
1: wow, she's, she's fridged be before she even gets to be seen <laughs> in, yes. in the movie. That's yeah. great. All yeah, right, but <laughs> Pre-frozen girlfriend. <laughs>
0: I mean, I just sat there and watched this preview and I was like, you know what? Kamala Khan can shrink and would be way more interesting. Yeah, right,
2: yeah. Um, pretty much, I th- I think it comes down to that if your superpower is talking to animals, it's
0: pretty lame. Yeah. You can also be a giant man. <laughs> I would rather have yeah. a really, really, really ridiculous Aquaman movie, honestly. Preferably with We're like... probably
1: going to get that. With Jason Momoa.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, Jason Momoa, but like also the silly bullshit that mm. was in a lot of the Aquaman Jason Momoa
1: comics. riding a dolphin. Yes! Can like like you see board.
0: that? Oh, man. I just want that <laughs> illustrated by Lisa Frank and on my wall. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and having alligators jump out of the water to kill no, <laughs> yeah. dinosaurs.
1: Halfway. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was the other thing that Let's I was ir- talking about. Jurassic Park. Please. <laughs> no, no, no. no. There, not. I'm not going to talk about Jurassic World. There's a, the the thing that I was going to talk about was the f- f- furor <laughs> <laughs> over the Furiosa comic, the Imperator oh, Furiosa comic. I've heard it's, it's kind of shitty. That, um, well, no, it's it it's, it's basically the the breakdown that I saw. It's something that I'm not going to read. I heard that the first issue was just kind of lame, but the second issue. Apparently has some really triggery rape scenes involving the wives.
0: So, like, yeah. the whole reason why the movie was good is they just ignored that shitting, oh, okay. being shit
1: on by the Furiosa comic, and it's an entire comic where they are like they bicker at each other and they use gendered insults against each other. Seriously, and they, yeah. And Seriously, it's, I guess well, this women. is this is kind of secondhand information. Who the f- fuck wrote this but, comic? Uh, a bunch of guys. Uh, the, the, uh-huh. the director what? of the cave.
0: <laughs> uh, I heard that in some way, George Miller was like somehow in on the comic, not as in a like producing role. I'm sure so that what
1: they, the fuck?
3: they were just like, we'll give you $5,000 if we can say yeah, that. Yeah,
1: George Miller, I seriously doubt he has any significant impact on the yeah. story um, because... I'm willing to bet that George Miller is also one of those kind of old Hollywood guys that is like comics. What are <laughs> comics? Whatever
0: kids read those.
1: You're going to sell these into the Seven Eleven or you know like. like grocery stores too. Okay, they're yeah. be all over the place.
3: So I don't know why an old timey gangster opposed <laughs> well to old timey Hollywood? But I don't know. I'm just going to run with
0: uh, it because old timey Hollywood and old timey gangster are basically <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, yeah, and it's
1: it's. Um, it's shitty with all of the advances that the comic industry has made in the last decade toward, like, not being the the shitty, misogynistic place that everyone thinks it is. Mm-hmm. And then you take the the kind of shining beacon of... of Heard. Shining beacon. of
0: uh, <laughs> Well, that would be the comic. I think the point Luke's trying to make is, like, Mad Max Fury Road was the movie that, I mean... People who had become really sick of movies and hadn't watched any since Aliens were like, oh, my God, it's the best thing since Aliens. Yeah, and like it is. It's amazing. It's like an active action hero protagonist, which never fucking happens. Uh-huh. And it's also like a mov- action movie that values women. It's, Hooray! it's the
3: best car chase I've ever seen. It is
0: so the best car chase. But then take that and, it, it and wipe your ass with it. It, rather than polishing a turd, we're doing the opposite of that. We're, like, polishing a diamond we're, with, we're a, with a it. turd. Yeah. We're
1: yeah. Yeah. Adding peanuts. <laughs> 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 and and that's such a shame, like, because there were so many people uh, just clamoring for this comic after the movie came yeah. out, right? And then you're just going to... And, and then the writer of the comic, um, who I, I could look up, but I don't really give a fuck, um, says... On Twitter in response basically says that um, their backstory is essential to their story okay fine but he doesn't cut it off by because he says and if we don't see it then it doesn't have the right impact and there's where you where everything falls apart where you're like the whole point of the movie was that you could you didn't have to see that they were being abused Mm. You just believed it because they said it was happening. And it's the whole context
0: (laughs) of that society. You're like, oh well, yeah, duh. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. We can't believe anything women say anyway. Apparently, they're just just emotional creatures. Yeah, all liars. Galumping uteruses
0: that literally roll around their bodies, (laughs) making them. (laughs) That's what the Greeks thought. Awesome. Actually, that, that is a fact. Yeah. That is a true fact. <laughs> oh, hysteria.
3: <laughs> no, the, the, like, they thought that the uterus would just sort of randomly show up places, and that's what caused problems.
0: Yup. And the Wait. Victorians figured out that you could fix this by applying <sighs> strong vibrations to the clitoris, <laughs> which made going to the doctor very exciting indeed. Oh.
1: Glumphing uteruses is the name of my Go, whole glumphing. cover band. Yes! <laughs> It's going to be my fantasy football team.
3: Actually, wow, oh. I almost made a really off-color joke, and I'm just going to let that Man, way you go. know what? It,
1: it, if I ever have an opportunity, if I'm on, like, a trivia team or something, okay. the next yes. thing that I do is going to be named Galumphing Uteruses. <laughs>
0: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
1: Okay. Uh, proof there was science is good. Uh, uh, the last piece of news that I wanted to talk about was, I guess, that it was announced that uh, Kelly C. DeConnick is leaving... Yeah. Uh, Captain, Captain Marvel. Hall. I mean, we knew it all had well knew it had to happen someday. I suspect
0: this correlates with her working more in um film and Yeah, television.
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, because they're they're developing they're, with- they're developing sex criminals into yeah. a TV show right now. Get the So, fuck out. yeah, um they started um Her infraction started Milk-Fed Productions. Is that what it's called?
0: Milk-Fed Criminal Masterminds. Yeah,
1: and uh, so they're acting as a production company for uh, sex criminals and anything else, any other properties that they own or license, and they're licensing them for TV shows and stuff. So it'll be, uh, I'm... You know, it's it's weird (laughs) for me to talk about this because I never really cared too much about Captain Marvel. Like, I... I care about Captain Marvel and her place in the in the pantheon right now, and like what's going on with Marvel. That's great, but I I was never that into the comic, so I
0: kind of feel you. I mean, I like the comic, and especially hearing Kelly Sue talk about that first arc that we read for the for the podcast. Like a lot of that makes more sense to me now, and mm-hmm. and I definitely have a strong appreciation for Miss Marvel. I also like have a very strong appreciation uh, for Miss Marvel in terms of like. Being a female hero that wears sensible clothing that has gotten a lot of yeah. like a lot of press, which is lovely, um, but she's not the only one now, which is really neat. And there are mm-hmm. others who have comics that I like better, like Kamala Khan, for example. And I really want to see Monica Rambeau get more. Yeah, I just want time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I want I just more wanna, next wave. I was
1: going to say I want them to bring mm. back next wave. Fuck it, you've got three female characters in that in that are just fucking awesome like elsa bloodstone is fantastic like yeah the nine-headed beast of shagath here's a fork (laughs) (laughs) baby just chucks the baby (laughs) what have you guys been reading lately has anybody been reading comics because you know i haven't i I, i'm recovering from lock and load still
0: i'm (laughs) reading um i don't i'm just gonna own this i'm reading continuing to read a distant soil which is so gay and i love it so much it's 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 i mean it's like alien scion story right but it's it's drawn by colleen Durant. her art is beautiful her art is also like yeah.
1: colleen Durant's stuff is really good
0: this is her like indulging in the most like sort of lisa frank draws Bashon and i type situation there's like there's very beautiful men making out with each other and a lot of like aliens who have very gender fluid um life wash names and i mean there's also a lot of scantily clad everyone and it's just sort of a big alien orgy with plot uh Hmm.
1: (laughs) but i love it
0: there's no tentacles oh okay no no just like is it
1: okay aside from your like fangirling over it is it actually good like would you recommend it that face says no
0: (laughs) no, the the thing is yeah kind of like there's definitely a plot but i i would say like it's good don't read it if you look at the art and you're like this doesn't appeal to me then Go find something else. But like, if you're like, "Huh, I could be, I could, I could get into this," then like, go for it. I I mean, it's interesting. There's a lot of like dimension swapping weirdness, but it's it's got a certain campy aspect to it that's just like completely up my alley. But in the same way that it's like, you need to be in the mood that you need to be in to watch Cleopatra twenty five twenty five. Okay. If that makes oh, that makes total sense sense because I
1: I. Love, hate,
3: love that show <laughs> I, do, <too>. I, <laughs> I, 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 I kind of feel like this is the equivalent of me being like okay, so brandon graham 's pillow fight, right. It's, you have to be in the mood, and it's, it's about a girl's school, and they're all there because they did horrible sexual things, and they end up just doing horrible sexual things to each other, and there's this one scene with anal beads, and, you know, if that's your kind of thing, <laughs> then that's cool, and you, know, you can, like, look into it. But, but the question the is... The art is really, really, it's very feminine, and there's a lot of boobs, and, you know, but the plot is, I, and then I'd make that face, like, Anne made, and I'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, there is
0: more, like, this has more than a sexy pillow fight plot. Which, you know, is something. Uh more plot than Smut Peddler. Okay. okay.
3: Pelified is okay. like complete smut peddler. Okay. It's
0: less by the way, Smut Peddler is awesome porn comics if <laughs> you need that in your life. Uh it is more uh tilted towards a female gaze, but uh it's fantastic. Sex <laughs> uh <laughs> And uh, if you want to look at Colleen Duran's art and are not necessarily super into alien orgies, uh, I would recommend Go- Gone to America, which is her, like, super award-winning – I I don't know if it actually won awards, but it should because it's, it's, it's very good. It's, like, historical fiction with a little bit of uh, magical realist twist. There's a storyline that's, like, Irish immigrants – coming over in the late 1800s and then there's a storyline in I think the mid-20th century and there are people finding out secrets about the past and lots of stuff about Irish heritage and culture and it's very good.
1: Cool. Joel, you been reading anything? Do you ever read? Do you know how to read? Yeah. yeah actually, as a matter do you of just fact, look I at all the pictures <laughs> when I we do these shows. <laughs> <I've actually> That's <laughs> what the stuff in like the circles reading. is. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs>
2: I've actually been reading prose. So I haven't... Prose before. What have yeah. you been reading? Um, it was, it's just fluff It's just like fluff book Kind of like Dragonlance fantasy fantasy stuff you know it's not exactly serious don't, stuff don't say what it, do it is don't do that say what it, okay. it is what I okay. admit it. Okay. So Jesus I, Christ it's, we're it's on an a anthology. comic book
1: podcast I, and you're worried about I'm telling you I'm right judging you right now. No. now no okay it's, I, I just it admitted an You know, I wrote. Wrote. It an Jesus. anthology of short stories it was an anthology of short stories fiction writers just are the worst yeah right We've all die we fucking don't understand literature at all and people who write should just die and Fuck you, Joel. <laughs> okay, so it's an anthology of
3: short stories Andy, called What
2: My Helper Whitey. Can you help me on yeah, this? Yeah, no
3: problem. Okay, uh, Joel's been reading an anthology of fiction books that um, short stories. Yeah, sorry, short stories, and uh, the material has been not necessarily meeting his expectations. Let's say
2: yeah no, but it was good it was It was on the War Machine, which is a tabletop game I play. okay you know, kind of like a book on 40k or whatnot. and I was reading it, it was like, oh hey, reading's fundamental and it's kind of fun <laughs> so um so I was it
0: an anthology of war machine stories yeah,
2: they, did, yeah. Um, okay. they released
3: a thing called skull Island Ex- Expeditions, which basically does uh novellas and short stories, mm-hmm. yeah, and they're all set in the world. Some of them have to do with characters from the game. some of them are just filling in the background of the various areas and huh. like stuff that happens on a day-to-day basis yeah, yeah, yeah. in those areas.
2: And so it's gotten <laughs> to the point where my after reading that, it was kind of fun. I was like, oh, okay. So I, I really like Neil Stevenson, so I want to mm-hmm. get his new book that came out. And I really have been putting it off, but I want to read like the... Uh, Octavia Butler Oh yeah, like
1: I would futurist uh, I've got Kindred on my Kindle right now and I'm uh, planning to read it soon I would like...
0: either start with I mean I haven't read Kindred but I hear it is good to start with or read the uh, I really like the Patternmaster series mm-hmm. I admit that I couldn't make it through Parable of the Sower and admittedly at the time I was trying to read it was like shortly after working with very vulnerable populations and it's about this sort of like war torn awful like everyone is living in like walled in Mm. ghettos that are surrounded by constant violence and I was like too close to reality <laughs> <laughs> cannot handle <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah
2: and that's that's the kind of stuff that I, I want to read so I'm sorry Andy go oh, ahead that's all
3: right. uh, I've actually been reading prose as well I've been reading two books the first one is the fifth book in the King Henry Tapes series which I think I've described on the show before. Mm-hmm. Basically, imagine Harry Potter is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, I mean, so Harry Potter. No, no, like <laughs> different flavor of asshole. Different flavor. Okay. Um, and then paddle your own canoe by Nick Offerman. Okay, I've heard
0: of that, but what it's is that?
3: Fucking ama- Nick Offerman is the guy who plays Ron Swanson on Parks oh, and Rec. Oh, is, a comedian. is
0: this his like book of essay memoirs? It, it's ridiculous bullshit
3: and just like stuff. Like he he mentions things like. If you really want to get productive with your phone, dig a s- dig. Go to a beach or something like that. Dig, or a desert, or anywhere you know, really nice, and dig a five foot hole and bury your fucking phone and leave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, that accurate. I re- I just read the first book of the Iron Druid Chronicles. Oh, uh, Hounded Kevin Hearn, Yeah, uh, those books are great. It's fun.
3: Uh, Hounded Hexed Hammered. Um, Two ravens, one crow. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's, it's is that like
0: occult two girls one cup like one? <laughs> no, it's, uh, <laughs> it's Odin and yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Um, I can't remember who the crow is
1: the whole the whole. Have you ever more, read uh, any of the Dresden Files? Yeah. In?
0: Uh, I have only seen the television show. Sure, that's okay. It's
1: like Iron Druid is 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 it that s- very similar, similar in that? flavor? Like um, except the guy, the main Sheamus? character is, is it Seamus? What Atticus? Atticus? Atticus O'Sullivan. It's okay. a the main character is a. 2100 year old druid nice. who has managed to uh take an iron charm and bind it to his aura so that fey actually ah. are killed by his touch wow um and then <coughs> well the reason for that so, is yeah the reason that for that is because he he stole Fragarok the sword and Fragarok. Uh, yeah <laughs> Which, i don't know, really yeah okay it's it not Fraggle Rock. Away. I know it
2: was really close, though. Where yeah,
1: to... and and there's a bunch of the Tuatha De Donen following him and nice. trying to yeah, kill um,
3: him. So like it expands from there as far as mythos goes. I'm not going to spoil it because yeah, they yeah, are
0: yeah. very
1: good
3: books. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, like expands outside of the Irish Scottish yes. mythos. Yes, That's man. nice. I it's really appreciate really, it. It really is
1: in, in the same way that um, in the same way that uh, Dresden Files kind of pulls like all of these different disparate. Des- disparate aspects of fantasy in they pull all these different mythologies in so like different pantheons all coexist with one another right and like for example one of the reasons why he's 2100 years old is because he made a deal with uh morrigan Mm -hmm. that she wouldn't take yeah that she that she wouldn't take his soul but that does not that deal does not extend to other Other death gods. So, like, there's one of his enemies uh, at one point uh, basically makes a deal with the the Christian death to try and Mm -hmm. take his. So, like, yeah, they pull in these like all these disparate mythologies, and it's really awesome. And and it,
3: it it is another example of a book that, like, the first book is it's okay. It's not amazing by any means. Yeah, but it really sort of picks up steam as it progresses and like by the time yeah, you just like the, the Dresden files yeah. like the like first what, couple books are once not once you get to book like three, three or four it's just like this is amazing that's awesome yeah
2: and that's the one thing that I learned reading this kind of book that I wouldn't usually read it was like oh you can actually read for entertainment and enjoy it even though it's
3: <laughs> yeah it's, it's they're not on a topic that's, they're not deep stories like I've read not all the ones in his book but I've read them as separate publications because mm. they're all normally available for digital download yeah like, yeah. individually, but then they decided to collect all of them, hmm. and some have been really good, and some have been okay. It's like, yeah, that was, a, that was a thing that I read over lunch. Okay. Next book.
1: Welcome, everybody, to episode one of Book Secrets. <laughs> <laughs> Books! I fucking hate this weather. I hate this weather.
0: Haven't you said that about every weather? Luke, no, tomorrow. you
1: know what I like. I like regular, like I like mild, mild temperatured sun, sunshine, and, and I, I actually really like rain. So it that's why to be I live exactly this way. But sixty three degrees. No, well, that's anywhere that's between fourteen percent humidity. Anywhere between forty five and seventy is fucking awesome for me. But once it gets over seventy, it sucks. And this, like for here, I understand that the Midwest is way more humid than it is here because I've been to Indianapolis in the middle of summer and it fucking blows. Um, but Ball soup, junior. Yeah, right. But this is like... It
0: is still humid here. It's
1: extremely humid the last couple of days and fucking 80 degree humid, nasty bullshit. And then I go outside and the weather is like, hey, have some... 80 degree humidity crap and if you don't already feel like your entire body's been dipped in orange juice and maple syrup have some fucking rain the rain <sighs> helps. it
0: washes off the orange juice and the maple syrup. Ugh, blarg.
1: yeah not a fan anyway uh my sweaty ass is gonna start talking about archie afterlife with archie um, it is a an ongoing apparently comic from Archie Comics uh, uh it's written by Rob, Roberto Aguirre Sacasa and it is drawn by Frank uh Francisco Frankavilla um and Anne, you picked this one so what tell us about it
0: so uh, brief like history of me and Archie Comics uh is very brief because Archie comics was one of the comics I read before I started reading comics in that it was, there were copies of Betty and Veronica's double digest that sat around the dance studio where I had my karate classes and I would get there <laughs> early and read these comics and they were like dumb, but popcorny, in like exactly like movie theater popcorn. You're like, this is sucky. I know this is bad. I'm going to keep putting it in my mouth, uh,
1: <laughs> but I can keep consuming so, it. If so it's slathered in butter. I-
0: yeah, pretty oh. much. Uh, so <laughs> that's that's my R T. Jokes. Uh, so many.
1: So uh, we've been doing by bar burn at the beginning of the episodes uh, to the
0: beginning. You say <laughs> <laughs> the, to the of episode, episodes.
1: X uh, of trade secrets podcast <laughs> to talk about uh, whether or not you should buy this comic before we uh, review it. So we'll, we'll, we'll end with Anne because she suggested this one. Um, and I think I want to start. I think it's a solid borrow for me. Uh, I, I like it. It's a, it's a well-written horror comic. It's interesting because it's got the, the Archie stuff overlaid on top of it. But it's, a, it's a definitely a solid borrow. I'm going to go with borrow. It is the best comic on zombies that I've read in a while. But mind you. <laughs> that's not saying that's much. That's not saying much. <laughs> Joel. I'd borrow it. No, no explanation. You're just like, no. It well,
2: since you reminded me that I'm the only reason why Holy Terror was not a <laughs> unanimous burn, yeah. that I, I was like, this is not as bad as Holy I Terror. Can't, I can't <laughs> wait until
3: we get to episode 100 and we're looking back on stuff, and I know we're just going to fucking rake you over the coals on like that <laughs> over and over. Yeah. God damn
0: it. I would also do a solid borrow. Um, I mean, the reason why I suggested this book is because I was morbidly curious, as it were. Um, I would say if Ooh. you read Archie comics as a kid, do buy this because you'll get a kick out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, you know, read half a dozen Archie comics like I did and don't really care, then then borrow it because it's fun and ridiculous. As an adult, I find Archie comics like a bizarre microcosm and kind of an interesting, they're like the, the one American quote unquote romance comic that like actually lasted a really long time and grossed a shitload of money Mm -hmm. like they were a major rival make
3: more money than any other comics company yeah Yeah. i was
0: trying to find find like i had that factoid in my head and i didn't believe myself so i was trying to like find proof of it and i didn't find proof of it but still like i know recently they signed a big deal with like walmart and target and that pissed off the rest of comics because they're like shop we don't want you to distribute there." I'm like, why not? They're yeah, you know, right. It's, it's our My question is who the fuck actually buys these? Things? I want to know, right? Midwest, a America, lot of people like kids. It's, that's the yeah. thing. It's
1: all it's parents buying things for their kids because yeah. it, it is still the same. People who have the "Ah, fucking comics are just for kids mindset are the parents who are buying Archie off of a rack and just throwing it at their kids for them to read. But they're not. What is the age group that they're trying to target?
0: I don't even know that this is this is the thing. It must be like 10 to 14. Maybe I feel like
3: yeah. Like so here's the thing. Right. So 10 maybe like 10 year old like 10 year olds is it. They're old enough to be able to read the material, understand it. And not already have been distracted by all the other shit that kids are looking at nowadays.
1: Well, no, see that's the thing. Like the the nine ten year old age group gets all the goofy hijinks of Archie and Jughead mm. and Hot Dog, and the when you get into the <laughs> yeah, when you get into the you know the mid teens like fourteen fifteen is when you get a lot of the kids who are starting to kind of grok the romance part of it. Right. So now they're like
0: so. I the oh, god the romance part of it. Joel was talking about this a little bit before mm-hmm. the cast in terms of like how can there be this love triangle for like this long? And it's only thing, been three
3: weeks in the comics. Well,
0: <laughs> oh my god, that's the that's the thing that I think f- completely fascinates me about Archie comics is like it started like it Archie etc. first came out in 1941 in Pep Comics and like has been a really consistent title since 1941. And there was a big drop off in the in the late 70s and the 80s when it's stopped circulating so much but but still it's like this sort of weird post-war world has like slowly and subtly updated like, like the technology days. is updating yeah. and now they're all texting and stuff and and yeah.
1: it's it's kept up surprisingly well socially yeah. right like they add they added um, t-
0: token black characters in the 70s well, they <laughs> added a token gay character in the 2000s yeah <laughs> gay characters <sighs> yeah uh so on the one hand it's like it is this this updating sort of like teenage wasteland but on the other hand it is this sort of like weird teenage wasteland that, that in my head was like this is just begging for weird fan fiction mm-hmm. and the thing mm-hmm. that i kind of love is the fact that the weird fan fiction is canon yep afterlife with archie and archie versus predator mm-hmm.
1: and they're doing more too archie they're versus be the doing... punisher god yes yeah <laughs> They're going to be doing a whole bunch of that stuff, and that's um, – like, Afterlife with Archie was one that – that uh, it surprised me um, that the company that had created and has been doing Archie for so many years, it surprised me that they would let somebody, you know, just – appropriate their characters for a story like this i'm a little
0: confused too in terms of like does archie comics still exist as an entity or has it okay
1: we talked about it a few episodes ago where the they got kind of they got kind of raked over the coals for trying to start a kickstarter for some of their new comics um which
0: no chip zadarsky jughead for you
1: and well, no, it's still coming out. Oh,
0: okay, um, but they're the com- not kickstarting for right. it.
1: The, the comics will still come out. They're just not kickstarting for it. They Good. they made some kind of weird, non apology explanation about how they were just doing the Kickstarter to try and get them out faster than they normally would. Which yeah, is it a was load of bullshit. it was a big bullshit answer. But that ex- that kind of shows you how large an entity they still are. Is that they they not only did they get just destroyed by fans for trying to kickstart something when they're currently still one of the most successful publishers on the market, mm-hmm. but that they're just corporate enough to come out with those bullshit non-answers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The PR their PR department drafts something that just
0: uh, so I guess I'll do a little bit of like a plot intro for actual afterlife sure. with Archie. So um, one of the... I, I always forget that there's these sort of culturally ubiquitous or characters that saw other series like Sabrina the Teenage Witch comes from Archie. So does yeah. Josie and the Pussycats. Comes mm-hmm. from Archie. But so this this story does feature Sabrina and features Jughead. Who hot, hot Dog dies. Hot Dog is run over. And Jughead is distraught and goes to Sabrina for like dark magical assistance and hijinks ensue and there are zombies and that's really all you need to know
1: (laughs) it's very much um there was a buffy storyline where uh buffy's mom dies oh yeah and they do a they do a ritual in a later episode to to bring her back from the dead and they they make this very make a point that like you don't bring shit back from the dead because when you bring it back from the dead it does not you bring someone back from the dead they do not come back the way they were, yep, but and that's exactly what how this story starts. Humorous side note: wanna be What happens to Buffy? Oh yeah, she dies, and they bring her back. From yeah, the yeah. Yes, yes, but she's also a different entity, different yeah. animal. Yeah, in this case, like I got to be honest, like that—that's the the hot dog thing at the beginning of this, like just pounded me right in the feels, man. Oh really? Oh, I I don't like. Well, it's not that I don't. like Are you the person that's going
0: to doesthedogdie.com dot com to before you watch movies? No, no, <laughs> okay. but it does.
1: But the but things that like I'm a dog person. I've been a dog person all my life. I have a dog, and, and things happening to dogs just always yeah. punches me in the nads. See, it know. wasn't
2: hot dog. It was later it, with, with Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Oh, oh god, damn. that was sad. Yeah. Sad,
0: but also <laughs> hilarious. I mean hilarious just you the, thought there was something hilarious about that I thought the change in the inner monologue was hilarious and maybe oh. I'm just a bad uh, person
1: uh, my life for you master to, <laughs> to like death kill you know it's weird because like uh, I think a lot of people would read afterlife with afterlife with Archie as a ha ha look at this look at him turning into zombies and to me when I you know I read this it it's a fairly legit horror comic Yeah, like i mean it is you have to you have to accept the the kind of trappings of archie right you have to accept jughead still having the crown on his head even though it's being drawn by francisco francovilla and it's it's actually fairly you know it's for comic art it's very similar to you know sean phillips or any of those kind of like noir stuff Mm -hmm. um so you, you, there is some ex, yes, like humongous suspension of disbelief, but man, they pulled a lot fewer punches than I thought they were going to for something like this. Like they, there's some, there's some shit happens in this comic. Yeah, this I, is I a true story. That, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: I thought there was going to be more punches thrown, honestly, because I thought, okay, so they're taking, they're basically decimating the whole Archie universe, whatever town they're from, Riverdale. Riverdale. Okay. I thought I thought they were going to do more and try to shake things up a little bit, but it would, pretty much it was an Archie comic with with zombies. Really? You thought that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I did. Cuz I don't think that at all <clears throat> because it's weird how they add this this really like underlying uh, uncomfortable subtext to every single relationship in the book.
0: I like that. I, I do mean... too. Like cuz it's uh, really rooted in Archie, though. Yeah,
1: I mean the Betty Veronica rivalry yeah. feels really vicious in this, oh, yeah. uh, like way more vicious than it does in just the standard yeah. de you know, Archie comics. Yeah. And then the the brother and the incestuous brother and sister that are just like <laughs> they ramp the, right, they ramp up that like incestuous kind of feel to that yeah. like way more than it ever is in Archie stuff. Um, and
2: I am not a big fan of incest. Never have been.
1: They're not supposed to be. I know
3: protagonists.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. for fuck's no. sake, you're not supposed to be not rooting, not rooting for their incest.
1: Yeah.
3: You're not rooting for their incest. <laughs> I, neither but am I. So
2: the the
1: <laughs> one ha, ha, interest,
3: just checking.
2: The one interesting thing that I, so it it's supposed to be a story about Archie comics, but it's you know the afterlife, right? So it's completely different. And it started off like a normal Archie comic for the first couple couple of. Um, of series and then later on it started to get a little more irreverent right where they started going into the they started going to the thoughts of the butler right and the butler was talking about how are you
0: talking what 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 Archie series are you talking about I'm confused I'm still talking about this one I'm
2: oh, talk, okay. still okay. talking about the afterlife yeah where it, when it started getting into the butler or some of the other characters and it stopped being kind of Archie-ish right
1: because but you referred to that section as irreverent yeah that seems weird to me because it feels like in order to feel in order because that that came across super serious to me yeah what, the right butler? the butler part where he's talking yeah. about you know he's be he you know having fought in the war and he was taught to be you know invisible but in, mm-hmm. indispensable and all this stuff and but it it never felt <sighs> It never felt irreverent. It never felt like they were making fun of it. It felt sh- very serious, and it seems like in order to feel like it's re- irreverent, you kind of have to be coming at it with okay. a preconceived notion.
2: Oh. Maybe maybe I used the wrong word, but it wasn't using the usual Archie kind of genre where, oh, it's all about high school relationships, sure. right? Okay. And even though the the world is burning, they're still worried about whether Betty and Veronica are still going to, who's going to get Archie. You know, that, that kind of
1: stuff is like, Really? Is that that's kind of a standard zombie trope? Pine burn. <laughs> <laughs> We'll go back to it. We'll get it later. Uh, it's that's a zombie trope. Yeah. yeah. The the zombies. The whole point of zombie stories, in most cases, is is not about the zombies being the problem. It's about the interrelationships between the people who are stuck together because the zombies have in, have penned them in.
3: Yeah, like those two people in the pool. <clears throat> yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> well. <laughs>
2: And, and and that was the one thing about the butler where he said he always had to be separate and lived in the same house but not of the family right not of the house and there was that one point where Veronica's crying about um, Archie going to Betty and I thought like okay this is the point where he's going to oops and accidentally push Betty into the zombies so Veronica gets Archie. it's coming herself.
0: though
1: yeah he he you foreshadows kinda, it in that in that scene that coming, right? like because yeah. he's like he he basically she's like well that's this is, he went to her that's all you know that's all that matters and their butler's like eh, this isn't over yet So now you've got this kind of sinister thing going on with the butler where he's like, "Mm, what's going to happen to Betty? Yeah.
2: (laughs) Where it did start getting a little bit sinister towards the end. And I liked that change of tone where before it was pretty much Archie and zombies. It was more of the same. At least that's what I felt.
1: Yeah, I guess I'm the opposite. There is no point in this comic with the exception of the names and their relationships to each other that I ever felt that this felt like a, a... doofy archie comic it it was horror straight off the bat now biased my i like i said earlier on i'm i'm a little biased against toward against or toward things that you know that deal with dying dogs right Mm. so that opening to me was was pretty fucking horrific Uh, and an awesome setup because it it destabilizes you right off the bat. Right, you're like, well, hot dog's dead. Yeah, and now you're like, oh shit. Yeah, <laughs> right.
2: But the one thing that I did enjoy is later on, hot dog and his owner are joined together, and they're in league to try to
0: take down everybody else. Yeah,
2: which I thought was pretty cool with Jughead. It's, v- it's very the whole Romero
1: with with Jughead like becoming the leader of the zombies. Man, <laughs>
0: I think I'm a terrible person. Because this book was hilarious. This is a fantastic. I mean, like it is a horror comic, but I thought it was. I mean, just considering the Archie world. On the one hand, like in a in a more serious vein, I think they are taking the very like archetypal, stereotypical Archie characters and making them very human, uh, much more so than they usually are. Mm -hmm. Although I haven't read Life with Archie. So, I don't know if like them being actual people is like a standard action trope at this point, but I suspect maybe less so. Um, But on the other hand, like, I may be wrong, but I think the entire sort of takedown of this like weird dystopian teenage society is hilarious. Uh, Like,. I may uh, maybe I'm just laughing at the Archie character suffering, may, but I, yeah. I feel like there's something about humor and horror are actually flip sides of the same coin. Sure, yeah. And I think you're seeing more of the horror side, which is great because it's totally there and it's great. And I'm seeing more of the humor side, but and it's
1: interesting because I feel like that um, I almost feel when I hear you guys talk about the way you interpreted it that setting this in the Archie universe almost undermines how frankly how f- effective sakasa's horror writing is yeah.
0: it, i mean it's great horror um, writing i've i'm definitely seeing that i just think it's also funny
1: yeah you've been dead silent this whole show Andy. i am actually looking up stuff for
3: the regular archie series because like i have no history with archie like none at all and i don't really okay. have much and either. so i didn't have any context to what was going on oh that must have been weird it was very strange um like, so, like, I understand that, you know, um, I know you covered this already, uh, but Veronica the Teenage Witch, like, you know, Sabrina, Sabrina. Sabrina sorry, um, like, that sort of stuff is actually from the Archie universe, and, you know, Archie, Betty, and Veronica, like, had, there was a love triangle, there is a love triangle forever, mm-hmm. um, but sort of reading it just as a comic, I had no, like, I mean, it was like, okay, this is cool and all, like, I've read Archie versus the Punisher, and... <laughs> Um, I have no attachment to these people, um, and the dog, you know, gets hit by the car and gets turned into a zombie, and I'm like, uh, okay, so Jughead knows Sabrina the Teenage Witch, Mm -hmm. and they bring the the dog back, and okay, it's a zombie story, and he's, Jesus Christ, what the hell's wrong with his arm? (laughs) 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 But, no, like, um it's resoundingly okay in my opinion hmm. um it's got some funny moments but it's just another zombie story to me i guess that's, that's sort of
0: totally fair i think without the context of archie comics it would probably be a fairly generic zombie story yeah i mean i'm
1: i'm with you on that right like because it, it is it's a well-crafted zombie story in my opinion yeah, like but I, it's not anything groundbreaking it's the, it is that underlying like thing that it's happening to Archie characters mm-hmm. that it's I mean it's the same it's exactly the same thing as Marvel zombies in that respect yep. right because like Marvel zombies has the twist that it's superhero zombies but it's still like the only thing that really makes it interesting is that it's established characters that we all know that have been put, in zo- that have like, been put into zombies zombie in costumes that we all know yeah but
0: and that's exactly what's happening here so
3: here's my thing there have just been so like over the past let's say 10 years there have been so many Zombie films, <laughs> yeah. games, comics, books, how-to recipes, you know, you name it. <laughs> there's just been, like, a, a, you know, an almost embarrassment of them. Like, yeah. there's just so much. Embarrassment of zombies. Like, I'm like, okay, it's another zombie story. This is cool. If I read, you know, when I was that aforementioned, I don't know if we recorded this or not, like if I was that 10 to 14-year-old. We did. Okay. If I was in that age group and read Archie in the time, maybe I'd have more of a connection. But... It is a perfectly fine story. The artwork is amazing. The writing is solid. I
0: can't imagine anyone better than Francisco Francovilla to do this. Yeah.
1: But I just, I I don't care. <laughs> mm. See, and for me, it's, uh, I don't really have that attachment to Archie either, because I, it was never something that I was interested in. Even when I was a kid, it, I was not the kind of kid who wanted to be like... You always wanted to be Betty, didn't you? Oh yeah, that's me. No man, Betty's um,
0: Betty's vanilla. You gotta go Veronica. <laughs> Veronica's just rich. She's also entitled and awful. Really, Archie and Jughead. That's where I'm at. <laughs> Ar-
3: you think Archie should uh, be like no, no Betty, uh, no Veronica.
0: Uh, screw Jughead. both of you, yeah. Jughead's my my hetero life mate. Bur- burger not. eating bros. <laughs> well, before you realize
1: you right. also realize that all <laughs> the antagonism between Betty and Veronica is just deep seated uh, like unrequited sexual angst. Sexual angst. Absolutely, <laughs> so Betty
0: and Veronica. Come yeah. on. I Double just digest all over the place here.
3: <laughs> oh, my.
0: Actually, I think they should just have a threesome, like, realistically. But our team may die in the process, actually. I don't know. <laughs> well, or, golly, Betty and or Veronica, just, wear all your clothes. Or just be <laughs> forgotten,
1: to be entirely honest.
0: They'll yeah. just be yeah, like, Yeah, actually. Right? <laughs>
1: Huh. I don't know,
3: I... Um... <laughs> I can see Archie just smoking off in the corner. Jughead, why do you look so glum, pal? They both forgot about me. <laughs> yeah, right? And
1: he's just over there with a camera phone and a bottle of lube. I just...
0: See, I'm telling you, the Archie universe very, yeah. is so mm-hmm. rife for fan fiction. Yeah.
1: And now I'm just wondering if that's the comic we're going to get from Chip Zdarsky...
0: Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I just
1: imagine his first script and like the the
3: people who own like sex Archie life are like, with Archie. No, yeah. no, you can't sex write any of Archie. this. <laughs> well, what are you going to change? All of it. Well, can I keep it? No, no. <laughs> I don't know. You just can't. No. Mm-mm. Jughead cannot do that with a burger. I know he loves burgers. <laughs> he cannot do that.
2: <laughs> maybe uh. maybe that's what I wanted because I know that this is not canon, right? This is Archie in the world of zombies that that since civilization, and that's the one thing I like about zombies. You wanted them to
1: actually destroy the entire real Archie universe? (laughs) No,
2: I just wanted Arch like much like The Walking Dead, as soon as civilization is thrown away And you don't have to abide by those that morality. Like
3: what happens, right? Like Archie looks at Veronica and goes, "Your money means nothing now. You are completely worthless to me." What's up, (laughs) Betty?
1: But you're not at that point yet in this comic, right? that's a
3: thing. Like
2: that's what I wanted to see, and it started going that direction because more. It was just like, okay, we have an undead dog, and everybody's you know obsessing about their costumes for the Halloween dance, and then it's it started going that way later on, and that's why it. I hopefully it gets better, but it was more of the same for me. So I was kind of disappointed how it started out. Yeah. Let me ask you guys. A question. I
1: actually like the way it started. Just one sec. I like the way it started out only because I I've always kind of enjoyed the the whole. The whole concept of horror stories that are set in, a, in an environment that makes it hard to determine whether something real is going on. So in this case, the, ho- the Halloween story yeah. and Jughead shows up as a zombie and everybody's like, that's a fucking awesome costume. And then he attacks Ethel and they're like, whoa, this is kind of weird, but it's mm. funny. And uh, And then all of a sudden he's like, wait a minute. That's real blood. You know, I love those kinds of stories where people are just like... It's like Shaun of the Dead. S- mm. Yeah, where mm. human... People are so engrossed in their fakery that mm. they don't even know how to interpret when something really horrible is happening around them. Yeah. You know, that that yeah. kind of story is always fun to me. That's why I like how it started. What were you going to say? So it, um, how do you... get? How, I sort of feel like this could
3: have been a five-issue series, not ongoing. Past that, yeah. they could have condensed it a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was—it's just too slow-paced. Is it
1: an ongoing, or is it—is it, it like a ten-issue thing, and we uh, only read the first half, or what? So that I would did be great. read up
3: on what the next arc is called, and I think it's ongoing, like just oh ongoing, gosh. ongoing. Okay, what's See, the next that's arc too called? Much. Do you guys care? No, okay, Walking Archies. It's like uh,
1: R.I.P. Betty. Yeah. Mm. Hmm. No. Spoiler yes. See, I don't. I don't know. I mean, ten issues, I would have been fine with. Right when I got to the end of this and realized it wasn't the end, I was like, okay, so they're gonna do. They're gonna do a ten issue thing, and it's gonna be like the escape from Riverdale, and and shit's gonna go bad, and then they're gonna basically it's gonna be the typical zombie story where there's like two people left, and they show up and meet up with the National Guard, or or and then everything goes to hell and bookend, but. If it goes beyond ten issues or fifteen issues, it's th- yeah, that's too much. Like, yeah, it's there's just not. It's just another zombie story, and yeah. eventually, yeah. it's going to become The Walking Dead. Which I is do, not.
0: I sense that they're doing like some degree of fan service in terms of like, oh, let's see how many characters we can turn into zombies. Right, well, I mean, it'll just be Archie so- and all of his like ruined feelings and his <laughs> sad life at the end. Sabrina,
3: the teenage witch, shows up in the first issue or second issue. <laughs> And first, first, first yeah. Josie and the Pussycats show up in issue seven. Yeah, there you go.
0: Okay, yeah, yeah. They got to do the the service, and they got to bring Sabrina back at some point because she's the one. Just, they who just happen stop to be
1: right. going to be the bust. one that can yeah. so- save him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And solve the problem.
0: <laughs> I liked this. I liked this book a lot. I I do too.
1: I mean, I'm I, well, I shouldn't. I, I not I feel after talking to Joel, I feel like I shouldn't, but I no. <laughs>
0: Don't let me sway it. you.
2: I hate Archie. I hate Archie. I comics. mean,
0: Archie comics are sort of a bastion of like the boringest suburban. Yes. M- do you yeah. do you like mundane white trite drivel? Yeah. Yes.
3: Archie is the comic for you, right? I, I'm of the
2: age where there was actually an Archie Saturday morning cartoon back when they still had Saturday morning. Oh yeah, cartoons. It was I, an remember an it. I remember that. Yeah, and and it was more trope tropish than mm-hmm. that like moose was complete he was a mouth breather mm-hmm. here he can actually form sentences <laughs> and um and i didn't like it back then because it wasn't representative of like my my world and just never really liked it so i've kind of I'm sure if it's representative that. of anyone's what,
0: world
3: what, what yeah i was just i think and just actually knocked it out of the park <laughs> what i was about to say I'm like what do you think like growing up was like for like and luke and i because i'm positive it was not you know Nothing none like of us that. lived in archie
0: yeah. land and that's why i kind of love archie land is it's, i was gonna it's say the idea of america that doesn't exist at yeah. all and is but, such bullshit I mean, andy <laughs> you
2: could be you could be an archie right luke could be moose <laughs> Anne could be veronica what character could i be jughead. i think i would be i thank oh you. my god see right no i can't be jughead why can't you be jughead because I don't have a crown.
1: So, as you probably know from the last episode, if you ever bother listening to this show, we're ending the show at episode 100. This is Wait, we're ending the show.
3: We are fuck I should have listened to the last episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is uh, the uh the start of the countdown. There are five episodes left, <coughs> including this one, four after <coughs> this one uh, <coughs> <coughs> <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> yeah, um. Yeah, so we're ending the show. There's five episodes left, including this one. This was Afterlife with Archie. Episode 97 is going to be Wormwood Gentleman Corpse. Uh, That is a Ben Templesmith book, correct? Ben Templesmith. Uh, And then uh, episode 98, All Star Batman and Robin. If we are technically savvy. And extremely lucky, there is a, uh, there's about a, probably I'd say a 90% chance that we're actually going to have Eddie back on the show for what? episode 98, live from Germany. He's going to oh. Skype into the show with us. So hopefully that actually, uh, that actually comes through. We've got all the technical know-how and we've got all the stuff to do it. Let's just hope that it, it actually go p- technology fucking happens. Go. Um, I want to set up your iPad
3: like with a mic. So that Eddie's face is sort of floating <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: episode 99 will be Trees, the Warren Ellis uh, sci-fi book. We're going to do the first. I, w- I think the first trade is technically Six. only five issues, but I think I want to do the first two trades because that book is a real slow burn. Um That's So we'll fair. do like the first 10 issues. Um, and then episode 100, the final episode of the show, is going to be our preacher long read slash Reminiscing about uh, about the last four and a half years of doing trade secrets. Um, If we can get Eddie back for that one as well, then hopefully we will because he's a big part of the show for a lot of the episodes that we did. Um, But there you go. We're we've got five episodes left. You only have five episodes left to be a part of the trade secrets podcast. Four four episodes left. Four episodes left to be a part of the trade secrets podcast. (laughs) We are still good at math. Um, If you would like to be a part of the show, if you would like to. Uh, if you'd like to send us comments, questions, uh, you love us, you hate us, you want to talk about the last four and a half years and tell us uh, what you think about the show, you can email us at trade secrets at com. You can hit us up on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash trade secrets podcast. We're on Twitter at trade secrets pod. Uh, we're all individually on Twitter. I'm at geek elite.
0: And Bin Tweets.
1: Superfly. Math Uh So fire us some questions and comments what we really would like to hear from you guys in the in these last 5 episodes is if you have a favorite moment on the show, a favorite book that we have reviewed, a favorite episode, please let us know and we can talk about that on the final episode. We definitely would like to have some listener emails to talk about. We know that there's at least five people out there that listen to the show. Uh, so
0: I've met four of them.
1: Yeah, right? So if uh, if you are one of our regular listeners and you would like to have uh, some reminiscing as part of our episode 100, please make sure and send that in to at com so that we can incorporate that into our final show uh this has been episode 96 thank you andy for having us in your home today Sup? thank you and for suggesting afterlife with archie huzzah thank you joel for whatever the fuck You're it welcome. is you do Hail <laughs> <Satan>. <laughs> Hail uh, Satan. i am luke Hail Satan. and we are out <laughs>
2: What character could I be? Jughead. I think I would be. I, thank you. Oh my God! See, right? No, I can't be Jughead. Why can't you be Jughead? Because I don't have a crown. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, that's why.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> oh oh! And he's uh, finding a crown for him. It's no. a tiara,
0: I think. Oh, okay. it is a tiara. That's yeah. fantastic. Oh, it's magical. even got a little jewel
1: on the front. <laughs> you look just like the princess from the Never Ending Story. Oh, yeah. Yeah. that's thank you. Actually, true.